0: You're listening
1: to The Conversations Podcast, brought to you by Cypress Creek Church. God isn't the teacher that we're trying to earn an A-plus from, you know, but what you guys have all been saying that He has so much, you know, He knows that that He's the best thing for us. And so get excited about what God's going to do just because of this little discipline.
2: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the CCC Conversations podcast. It's a delight to be with you once again. We have the usual suspects today. Paulina is with us. Howdy over there. Hey. Jose, our pastor. Hello. And the one with all the goods, Taylor Christensen, is (laughs) here with us. Every time. All the goods. What are we going to talk about? (laughs) What are we going to talk about today, Taylor?
3: (laughs) Uh, Thank you for that intro, Ben. Um, We're going to talk about living in God's peace Kind of in a continuation both of Jose's message yesterday, but just also kind of uh, summing up the Let's Go Deep series. So first question here, uh, I think just in general, I'd love to kind of open this up to all of us to talk about maybe what is a spiritual discipline that has brought you the most peace? Hmm. I
0: think for me, the one that has brought me the most peace is Sabbath because I have... Observe the Sabbath more so through this than ever and have uh, tried really hard to unplug from all the noise, work, so that I can plug in not only to what the Lord has for me, but also enjoy time with my family. So for me, that's been it.
2: For me, uh, it's not necessarily the scripture memorization piece per se, although that is important as we all know. But for me, it's the, the digging into the Scripture reading and meditation that mm-hmm. is always brings me the most peace because I know that I can I can rely on the truth that I get there. I can't rely on myself all the time, my own reasoning and my own ideas about what's good and what's not good. But I know that I can rely on the truth mm-hmm. in the Scripture uh, in all aspects of my life, whether I am have questions about things or trying to make decisions or just trying to be a better dude, you know.
1: Yeah, I think for me, uh, scripture memory, not the memorizing it, but the having it had. When you have it memorized and then you apply it to something, that's what, I mean, talk about like what feels like an instant dose of peace, like an instant, no matter what I'm applying it to. um, It's like brings you back, brings me back to feeling grounded and at peace with whatever I'm battling with.
3: Uh, I would say prayer. I was thinking one of y'all would get that first. But uh, I think for me, just as I think through my prayer life and just even as I'm reminding myself of who God is and the way that he's both uh, not only capable of answering all the requests that I'm I'm presenting, but just the fact of being reminded of his faithfulness in his past, uh, just ways in which he's shown up and answered prayers. I think I've done some reflecting on kind of previous prayers, and so it's been really neat to kind of... Uh, be a part of that. Interestingly enough,
0: no one said fasting. (laughs) (laughs) Fasting does not necessarily equal to peace when you're fasting. It does always
3: bring peace, though. Yeah. So we talk about this idea of peace. How does God's peace change the way we live? So we, we know that peace is something we all want and strive for, but how would that be something that can change the way we live on a practical basis? So knowing that God's peace
0: is with us and knowing that we have peace, that word, uh, I think of the Hebrew definition of shalom, which is right standing, like we have right standing with God, no matter what our earthly circumstances, man, that changes everything because now we're not waiting for our circumstance to change. We can actually have God's peace. Mm -hmm. Um, We looked at this verse when we talked about prayer uh, in Philippians four, where uh, it guards, God's peace guards our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. So that changes the ball game because now we don't have to wait for somebody to do something or for you know, our season to change or this to happen. Instead, we can say, God, you're in control
2: and I'm gonna choose to live in that peace. Mm-hmm. I think peace also uh, can be uh, synonymous with uh, with security. And so having, having God's peace in our lives, uh, we, we can live securely. And that even ties into, um, you know, Paulina, like what you just said about having the scripture ready to recall. Like we can live at peace and insecurity that when we answer or when we speak with the authority of the scripture, mm. we can depend on what we say. And we don't have to have the anxiety of when, like, you know, I'm out here bloviating about whatever it is, you know, and it's it's my ideas and all that kind of stuff, worrying about whether I said something wrong or if if, if you know I hurt someone's feelings or whatever. You know, resting in God's peace as we go deep with the disciplines and, and, and allow that to 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 overtake us. And that that being what we talk about, that being where we come from, that being the purposes of our lives, we can rest secure. Mm-hmm. On the the realities of who God is mm-hmm. and um, his ability to follow through on his promises and the veracity of his of his scripture and the comfort of his holy spirit,
1: yeah, it's interesting that peace isn't something that you can see, you know, with our eyes, but we all, like I th- think about even just talking about it, we can associate with that what is deeper than a feeling that has this like spiritual gift that God has given us in peace. And based on what both of y'all said, I just keep picturing we just are never on shaky ground because of being made right with God and because of knowing who God is. And we are just always on stable ground, even while things are chaotic around us. And that, I mean, how that changes my life, I think that changes everything and gives us a confidence to walk in the Lord no matter what's going on and just feels like it makes me more bold and reminds me of what's important and helps Mm -hmm. me endure towards the goal.
0: Yeah, and peace is such a private thing. And all of these disciplines are private disciplines that we are to incorporate in our lives. And I think sometimes we think that peace can only come when there's public peace, or where, you know, the people that I'm around, or again, the situation or workplace, like the environment may not be peaceful. But because the peace that God gives us is private, we find it when we meet Him in private. Mm. And so um, that, that's game changing, too. Just knowing that uh, it's not up to anybody else; it's just up to me and God for for uh,
3: me to acquire and, and really live in that peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think if anything, throughout the last few what now, weeks, months, it's just recognized, I think I've recognized how much I seek peace in a lot of different things, so whether that's the circumstances are professional or relational, emotional, um, health, you know, there's just so much that is changing, and so I think, you know, of course I want to say out loud, like, yes, my peace is in God and all of who He says He is, but then I quickly begin to find myself taking comfort in things, and then all of a sudden those don't pan out, or those change, and then I'm like, okay, well, let me go to something else, and so so it's just, mm-hmm. I think I just have realized how often, um, despite you know initially setting my peace in God, how quickly those can be kind of just whether it's by one you know news article or something I see mm-hmm. on social media or whether it's just a circumstance that slightly changes that so often it just can kind of quickly throw me uh, to kind of resort to other mm-hmm. other patterns of peace.
1: Yeah, that's really good because it helps uh, me identify what my peace is in um, just by what you said, you know, because if my life day to day feels like a roller coaster, you know, like right now I'm really good and then I, you know, plummet and feel yeah. like everything's chaos and then later I'm good and then I'm back down. You know, that's not true peace and I can be as guilty as not finding You know, not having that peace from God be what solidifies me, but Mm -hmm. putting it in other things. So that's a good reminder to watch that in my life and just be, make sure that I find real peace for. Mm -hmm. You know, Jesus is the only one that has peace for our souls. So.
3: Yeah, and we've touched on a lot of different kind of spiritual disciplines over this whole series, and so I think maybe. Some, like myself, it's, a, it's always a, a helpful kind of reminder to be refreshed about this kind of stuff. Like, oh, yeah, I need to be kind of working on that. But I think it may just be me. But I think it's easy then to kind of, as we continue on through just our day-to-day and week-to-week, that these kind of slowly get pushed more and more to the back burner. So what would maybe be some advice to someone who's just to kind of uh, remain steadfast and kind of faithful for these spiritual disciplines beyond just this series, but kind of taking it throughout the rest of the year?
2: I think it's important to rest into what um, you connect with God the most um, easily and the most readily and, you know, kind of lean into your own personality mm-hmm. in the way that God has created you. And so don't necessarily um, allow the the pressure of thinking that you have to have all these disciplines perfectly in order all of the time, mm-hmm. uh, but more so... Um, It's it's the reason for all of it is connection with the Father, and to receive from the Father and to uh, spend time with God and have a relationship with God. You know, to take it into the practical. I mean, you know, we all have parents and uh, siblings, and then you know our friends, and we have different relationships with each one of them, and because each one of them is a different person, and uh, that's not wrong. Uh, But making sure that those relationships are healthy. Is important, and I, so you take that to the to the next level, back into the spiritual world. It's the same with the Father. It's important to maintain that relationship, spend time with God because He loves you and He wants what's best for you. In finding the best way within navigating all these disciplines to make that work, where you're actually taking in the things of God, you're actually taking in the Word of God, taking in the the ministry of the Holy Spirit, and um, and sitting with the One who. Created you and knows you best. Um, how, however, that works out is good, and not trying to heap um, insult or uh, burden onto yourself uh, for not being like someone else. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, I you know I might be great at at fasting and and reading and meditating on scripture, while you know Pastor Rhonda is great at you know prayer and delving deep into prayer. I don't need to try to be Pastor Rhonda. I can learn from him, from her. I can learn from her and I can learn from the things that she teaches us, right? But I don't have to be like her. Um, So
0: that's good. Now, I would also say that it is beneficial for everything in life. So, spiritual disciplines are so vital and will flow into every other. Um, attribute in life, we did talk about this verse in the series. I don't remember where, but it's First Timothy four eight, and it says physical training is good, but training for godliness is much better, promising benefits in this life and in the life to come. Mm. So really, we—I mean—we live in a day where physical training is is a big thing. You know, there's lots of things that you can do to benefit your physique, and that's a good thing. It's we, we want to live healthy lives. In that way, but man, spiritual disciplines are so imperative, um, and it takes time. And I love what Ben just said. It's all about relationship, and take it easy. Don't beat yourself uh, up for not praying or for not, you know, ever fasting. I mean, we're we're talking about these things because we want to encourage all to participate because God wants to be so deeply connected to us and he's given us the freedom and he's given us the ability to choose whether we want to or, or whether we don't. And spiritual disciplines are the best way to connect, um, to God in a personal and private way.
1: Um, I actually, this is connected, but yesterday I had to go to the grocery store to get like crucial things like a toothbrush toothpaste and deodorant, like the most important Mm -hmm. things, you know, that you always have, like those are, you know, those are crucial to life day to day. Mm -hmm. But it got me thinking now that that's how I feel about these spiritual disciplines is this has been a really cool time to focus together on spiritual disciplines, but I never outgrow, like I can never brush my teeth enough to not need toothpaste and a toothbrush in the future, you know, and it's the same with spiritual disciplines. I don't outgrow the need for the word in Mm -hmm. every day of my whole life, you know, and I don't outgrow, I don't get to a level in prayer Mm -hmm. where I've mastered it and Mm -hmm. now I just don't need it as much or now it's effortless, you know, Mm -hmm. but instead there are tools that I have that I feel like have been made super prevalent right now in this season to... Always need day to day, and to know how to use them, and how in different times I may, God may prompt me to, for fasting to be a really heavy discipline in my life. And then in other times it might be something else, but I need all of them all the time because. It's like with spiritual disciplines, I always thought it would make me feel like I've mastered something, you know, but instead it reminds me, God humbles me with it and reminds me that I always need more of Him and I never reach a level where I'm good, you know, and I got it and I got what I can get out of all those spiritual disciplines. That's
2: really good. I think that's important, um, uh, important point for all of us, but also I think of, of, being a, a, a new believer, a new follower of Jesus, um, uh, we hear about all these all these spiritual disciplines, and it can be overwhelming. You know, thinking we have to do all these things in order to 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 have it right. You know, and and then it can sound like a lot if you haven't been practicing it or you're not like a church brat, like you know, I grew up going to the church and all that kind of stuff. Um, these these disciplines can be can sound burdensome but when you put it in that context like you're talking about Paulina they they really are just the essentials of Mm -hmm. our relational life you know and that's that's really good for us to remember whether you're a new believer or you've been a believer for you know 30 years these are still the things that we all need Mm -hmm. and I think that's super important and it kind of leads me to the question for all of us what what will we say to the to the new believer who might be feeling overwhelmed by this going deep series and think, "Oh, I'm supposed to know all this stuff and do all this stuff, and uh, you know, I'm supposed to read, I'm supposed to fast, I'm supposed to pray, and I'm supposed to, you know, dance on the head of this, you know, needle, and I'm supposed to do all this stuff. You know, all these, these things. It can sound like that, even though that's never the intention. That's not how, you know, you haven't presented anything like that, Jose. But it can be perceived that way. What do we, what do we say to the to the newer believer, the one who just started following Jesus about all of that?
0: I'd say what you know we just said it's all about relationship. And we're talking about a father who is in heaven who wants to spend time with you. Mm-hmm. And if we go and approach him in that way, um you're going to encounter his love every single time mm-hmm. outside of form, structure, posture, attitude, whatever. He says, Come to me, all who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you Rest. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. That's who he is and that's uh, what he promises us. And so it kind of puts it into perspective. um, And yeah, I I would would say something like that.
3: Yeah, I think one kind of small practical step for me would just be to find someone or just a small group of people Mm -hmm. just to talk through it with. Because I think... It's it can be hard when you're just reading the Bible, especially early on. And, and I'm still this way on certain things where I'm just like, okay, what does this actually look like? What does it actually mean? And so being able to have, whether it's a community group or whether it's just a, a close set of friends that you can not only bounce ideas off of and be like, hey, I kind of feel like I should be doing this. Like, is that line up with kind of? And so I think whether it's a mentor, whether it's just a, a friend, just to kind of work through some of these disciplines together with and not as any sort of competition or any sort of way of of again, making this a workspace thing, but instead just kind of as a way of not doing it alone. And as you begin to work through that together, I think that really helps just in the same way with, you know, whether it's physical, you know, disciplines and stuff like that, just the idea of having a community or just people alongside you just really helps when it comes to actually following through with it.
1: Yeah. I would say just get excited. I mean, I think that applies for a new believer and anybody else. Like we, It just gets me excited to think about this is not, God isn't the teacher that we're trying to earn an A plus from, you know, but Mm -hmm. what you guys have all been saying that he has so much, you know, he knows that we, that he's the best thing for us. Mm -hmm. And so get excited about what God's going to do just because of this little Discipline. You know, I don't earn the gift that God gives me in a relationship with Him, you know, but it's just so cool that we get. He works everything for our good, you know, and so we get to gain. There's so much to gain. That's how I felt in this time is that I know that I've barely scratched the surface on spiritual disciplines, and I know that God will keep being faithful in those for the rest of my life, but I'm just excited that all those things push everything else aside and just make the way clear to God and from God to me, you know, on what's going on in that. Just get excited, then. Let's like go for it with those things, not trying to be in school, you know, trying to please the teacher, but just trying to live life and get to know Jesus and see what He has.
2: Uh, my answer would be to that question is to do something rather than nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime anything feels overwhelming, and this isn't specifically only for a new believer, mm-hmm. but it, it's for all of us, do something rather than nothing. Because um, that uh, you're always moving toward Toward a, a greater and deeper relationship if you're doing something. Mm-hmm. Okay, so wrapping it all up, uh, bringing this this uh, episode of the podcast to a close, as well as bringing our Going Deeper series to a close. Why don't you give us a final exhortation, a final word, Jose, and we can get on out of here.
0: Yeah, so spiritual disciplines, reason why we started talking about him is to go deep. And so I really hope and pray that you've experienced that, a deepening in your spiritual relationship with God. And moving forward, just want us to remember that we are called to be disciples of Christ. And you can't have disciple without discipline. We haven't talked about that much, but it's just so true. We need to be disciplined to be followers of Christ. And so again, join a community group. Uh, If you haven't already joined one and uh, you can find all that on the cyberscreekchurch.com page. And I'm pretty pumped about the series that's coming up. We'll figure what that is soon enough. So let's go.
2: All right. Hey, thanks, everybody, for listening to the Conversations podcast. If you have any questions that you want us to answer on the podcast, you can email us, conversations at cypresscreekchurch.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe and share the podcast. Thanks for being here again, everybody. It was awesome. That's it for this version of the podcast. We will see you guys next time.